All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. Not the best cues coming in from overseas this morning for the Indian markets. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's what you need to know. Today is the 13th of November. Asian stocks have begun the day sharply in the red, with the Nikkei in Japan losing as much as 3.3%. This after US equity markets slumped following a tech-led sell-off. Crude oil fell further, with Brent crude coming within touching distance of breaching the $69 a barrel mark only a day after it had risen above $71.5 a barrel. But the headline going into trade in India is that the Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged more than 600 points. The tech-heavy Nasdaq, which saw heavy selling, fell nearly 2.8% and the S&P 500 closed lower by nearly 2%. In other news, UK Prime Minister Theresa May has said that Brexit negotiators are working through the night in an effort to reach a deal, but the final stage of the talks is proving immensely difficult. Negotiators believe that they have until Wednesday to secure a deal if it is to be signed off by a special EU summit this month. In news back home, Reserve Bank of India Governor Urjit Patel met Prime Minister Narendra Modi in Delhi on Friday to resolve the ongoing tussle between the government and the central bank, according to two officials aware of the development. The meeting took place against the backdrop of the government seeking consultations under Section 7 of the RBI Act. This empowers the government to give directions to the central bank on matters of public interest after consultation with the governor. The government has sought consultations on nearly a dozen issues. And here are some important updates on the economy. Prices of key food items continue to run well below last year, keeping retail inflation below the RBI's target for the third straight month. Inflation as measured by the Consumer Price Index stood at 3.31% in October compared to 3.7% in September. Analysts polled by Bloomberg had anticipated a 3.6% reading. India's factory output rose more than expected in September despite a depreciating rupee and higher fuel prices increasing costs. The index of industrial production rose 4.5% year-on-year in September compared with a 4.1% growth in the same month last year. Polling for all 18 constituencies in the first phase of the Chhattisgarh Assembly elections concluded around 6pm on Monday with a 70% voter turnout. In other news, INFS invited buyers to acquire stake in two of its subsidiaries as it kicked off an asset sale process. The new government-appointed board of the group, chaired by banker Uday Kotak, decided to open a public bidding process to solicit expressions of interest for INFS Securities Services and ISSL Settlement and Transaction Services, which offer clearing services for equity and commodity derivatives. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. The queues look extremely weak going into trade today. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Not the best of starts. Uh, The Dow was down substantially over 2% in trade. 
The Asian markets are trading weak and the SGX Nifty is indicating a big cap down opening for us. But uh, we are in the midst of the earnings season, the final leg and Tata Steel and Sun Pharma will be reporting numbers today. Among the mid-caps, Mahanagar Gas, Abbott India, Allahabad Bank, Apollo Tyres, Ashok Leyland, Engineers India, Glenmark Pharma, JSPL, NCC are some of the companies that will report numbers today. In terms of earnings after market hours, strong numbers were reported from Aurobindo Pharma. Both Bank of India and Yuko Bank reported uh, asset quality which saw substantial improvement. JK Paper, very strong set of numbers and Nalco, Brigade and Jindal saw were the other strong numbers. Coal India and Godrej Industries came out with numbers which were in line with estimates while weak numbers were reported from Aisha, Jet Airways, Oil India and Apex Frozen. Orbindo Pharma has entered into an agreement to purchase the R&D assets from Australia-based Advent Pharma. The deal is worth $12.5 million. NVCC receives orders for construction of the Ayurveda Institute in Goa for 260 crores. Tata Motors says that the global wholesale sales for October is up 6% and Shri Cements will add capacity in two plants located in Jharkhand and Odisha. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all for listening in. Do check out the website Like Darshan Says. Also, do let us know what you think about this podcast. If you like our service, do tell your friends about it. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.